Yo, what's going on, everyone? What is cooking? This is scriptwriter Steve. Welcome to my podcast, Barbecue to Movies. Well, today is April 21st, 2022. It is currently 12.21 a.m. in the morning. I'm up late, working, talking to you folks. Then I'm, after this, I'm going back to work. You know, as the owner of a small little wedding company down here in Hawaii, I do everything. I answer the phones, I answer emails, fix up the photos, edit the wedding videos. Uh, it's a never-ending journey, I tell you what, when you own your own business. I love it, though. I really do. And thank you so much for the people who have booked me, uh, inquired with my company, and also paid your bills on time. I love those people. Okay. And also, thank you to all my new listeners to my podcast. Uh, I never thought my podcast would ever grow this fast, but apparently because I guess I'm one of the few people or I guess podcasters out there who are, I guess, who is covering the murder of Ursula Gell. I'm not sure why that is. Maybe they're not putting the right search terms in there, I guess, the title of their podcast. But uh, when I do a search for um, Ursula Gale on Spotify, I'm one of the four podcasters that pop up. I mean, that's not good. I mean, I think the murder of Ursula Gale should be, I guess, the on the topic of, of everyone. Because, you know, what's happened to her is just so interesting. And um, there's new information that, that came out today, and I will get to that. Uh, but before I, I guess, proceed any further on my podcast, I just want to let you know that this entire podcast is not going to be about Ursula Gal. Uh, I'm just going to touch upon the new information that came out. Um, when we learn a lot more about it, I think I'll, I think I'll reapproach the whole entire subject because, uh, you know, there's just too little information leaking out right now. We have no, no idea even how this suspect even looks, right? This whole entire podcast, uh, this is going to be about Elon Musk. And because apparently Elon Musk stands for everything uh, that democracy isn't, according to the mainstream media. And he's a flat out racist. So we should hate him, you know, loathe him and just cancel him. Right. Because he just wants to buy out Twitter and just, you know, give Donald Trump his Twitter account back. And you know what that means, right? Another insurrection. All right. So we're going to get into who Elon Musk is, because just in case you want to hate on Elon Musk, at least you have all the right information. Okay. But before we get into that, I want to, you know, give you some more information about Ursula Gal. Some new information just leaked out or not really leaked out, but, you know, was a told to us by the mainstream media, and then right after that, they cut the commercial. So uh, what we do know right now is that um, an electrician who worked on their house has said that he ran wiring for a highly sophisticated security system there. So here's my problem is that if it's functioning, this highly sophisticated, so I'm sorry, highly sophisticated security system, that's a hard word to say really quickly, if it's functioning, it may have captured her murderer on video. But apparently we can assume that that didn't happen because if it did, you know, there would be, uh, I guess, you know, stills of this video. You know, we would have, you know, maybe a height, maybe a, the ethnicity of this person, uh, you know, more video than just that blurry video of him dragging Ursula's body in the duffel bag across the, the sidewalk. So apparently the cameras are not there or the security systems was never installed, or even worse, the cameras were they were malfunctioning. 
And uh, if the cameras were there and they're malfunctioning, then we got another Jeffrey Epstein's scenario going on. So what happened during Jeffrey Epstein's, uh, I guess, suicide, quote-unquote suicide, if that really did happen? Well, in that case, the cameras leading up to his jail cell and the cameras in his jail cell malfunctioned at the perfect time. And if that happened for Ursula Gale, that seems awfully suspect, don't you think? So that's one of the new ingredients to the Ursula Gale case that it just makes things rather peculiar. Um, On top of that, get this. The killer left his boots at the scene of the crime. (laughs) What? Really? Okay. Why don't we just accept that, right? Now, this is also just leaked out. Um, the Ur- Ursula gal was killed on the first floor, not the basement. And then the murderer brought her body downstairs, then back upstairs after he dismembered her. And then after dragging her body for four blocks, he just left her on the side of the sidewalk. Does that make any sense to you whatsoever? <laughs> right? That does not make any sense to me at all. So you drag, you kill Ursula on the first floor, dismember her downstairs, put her into a bag, and then bring her back upstairs, and you forget your boots at the scene of the crime. And then you say, ah, you know what? This body's too heavy. I'm just going to leave her by the side of the road. <laughs> Why not just leave the, you know, you stabbed her. She's going to die. It's pretty obvious. You stabbed her 60 times. Just get the hell out of there, right? What is going on, people? This, this doesn't make any sense whatsoever. I'm sure we're going to learn what the hell went on here, but to me, it sounds like a really bad script. Okay, on top of that, the reward for Ursula's killer, if you have any information leading to uh, Ursula's killer, is only $3,500. I mean, I've seen larger rewards for missing persons, people. You know, that's, that's so tiny. You know when you go to Walmart, they have that bulletin board right before you exit? I've seen... I've seen uh, missing persons, uh, the reward money being at least five grand, ten grand, thirty-five hundred dollars for a killer. That seems awfully low, all right. I mean, if I were like you know Ursula's husband, I'd be offering twenty grand. I'd be offering hundred grand. And and where is Ursula's husband right now? Why why hasn't he made a statement? Something's going on, people. Something does not smell right. I smell a rat. I really, really do. Hate to be jumping to, jumping to conclusions. All right. Okay. So, okay. Now, I want to talk about Elon Musk. But before I cut to commercial, I just want to like, you know, I just want to like uh, kind of like uh, season this uh, entire subject for you here. Because right now, according to the left, you know, Elon Musk, he doesn't stand for democracy. Um, I'm not sure what democracy is. Because, you know, Bill Maher. He was out there on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he said that the Democrats are all about democracy and the Republicans are all about corporations. You know, <laughs> who's trying to cancel the corporations right now? Which, which party? Which party is standing up to Pfizer? Which party is standing up to all of the vaccine mandates? Which party says, hey, you know what, Disney? We don't like what you're teaching our children you know, subliminally through all of these movies you put out. Which party is doing that? It's not the Democrats. Which party is standing up to teachers' unions saying, hey, we don't think you should be teaching our third kindergartners or first graders about gender or about transgender things, right? Or sexual things when they're in kindergarten. Which party is doing that? You know, what is, what, what is Bill Maher smoking? <laughs> 
All right? You know, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. And uh, Elon Musk, he doesn't like that. He sees through all this fog, right? And right now, the Democrats, they're just blowing smoke. I think they've been smoking way too much weed. Anyway, people, let's cut the commercial right now. When I get back, I am going to be talking about Elon Musk. Here's the break. Hey, what's going on, everyone? It's scriptwriter Steve with a shameless plug for my company, Dream Weddings Hawaii. So if you want to get married in Hawaii, if you want to get your vows renewed in Hawaii, and if you want some family pictures in Hawaii, make sure you check me out. So my website is dreamweddingshawaii.com. So that's dream, weddings with a S, Hawaii spelled out, dot com. Okay, everyone, I am back from that commercial break, and I hope you are too. I know many of you out there just want the update on Ursula Gal, and uh, you're going to be tuning out right after that, and that's okay. But here I am talking about Elon Musk because the left just loves berating this guy right now. You know, it wasn't too long ago that Elon Musk was the hero of the left, and we know all the reason why. Because he made electric cars cool. And he believed in climate change, right? And, well, he still believes in climate change. And on top of that, he was a pretty big donor to the Democrat Party. He did uh, actually donate to the Republicans as well. But he, again, he gave a lot of money to Hillary. Um, He supported a lot of uh, things on the left, like such as um, universal basic income, a pro-death tax. Uh, Yeah, he was actually for the death tax. Um, and, and he also supported Andrew Yang for president in 2020. And I think in the last election, I think he also supported, once Andrew Yang dropped out, he did support Kanye West's run for office. So um, he describes himself as both a Democrat and a Republican. He said he is a registered independent. Um, but I think during COVID, he got red-pilled. Um, he, does, he does not want to admit it, but um, it could be, because in 2021... He said that he would rather stay out of politics, and I'm quoting him there, but it looks as though he can't stay sidelined anymore because um, he, by him purchasing uh, or not purchasing or making an offer to purchase Twitter, uh, it looks as though he's getting into politics and he's drawing a line in the sand, and he's the only guy out there who's standing up for America's First Amendment rights. So what did Elon Musk tweet? He tweeted that he's worried about the de facto bias in the Twitter algorithm having a major effect on public discourse. So I'm going to read an article, a paragraph from this article from The Hill. You know, I thought The Hill was actually a conservative, um, I guess, outlet, but it's actually not. Uh, It's quite liberal, just to be quite honest with you. And uh, But I'm going to read this paragraph because, you know, they're out there saying that Twitter isn't actually biased toward conservatives. So here's the article. So researchers from the Massachusetts Institute of Technology, that's MIT, Yale, and the University of Exeter, I'm not even sure how to say that name, have released the first study that I'm aware of that takes an independent empirical look at the bias claim of Elon Musk, that Twitter, they found, does not tend to suspend Republican users far more frequently than Democrats. Now, that's what they concluded, right? These, the MIT, Yale, and University of Exeter. I think, I think that's how they say that name, right? Um, 
So get this. So the researchers identified 9,000 politically engaged Twitter users in October 2020, half Democratic and half Republican. They tracked the sample for seven months after the November 2020 election. Now, during that period, Twitter suspended 7.7% of Democrats. And in contrast, they suspended 35.6% of Republicans. So there you go. You know, you know, to me, the study should end there. Apparently, Twitter suspended more, more Republicans than Democrats, right? You would think that's the conclusion they actually um, would come to. But guess what? They didn't. Okay, I'm going to continue. So evidence that Twitter tilts against the right? Not so fast, the researchers said. The study, the study team scrutinized their subjects' appetite for sharing misinformation. Meaningly, meaningly, meaningly is not a word. God, <laughs> there's a hill. They wrote meaningly. All right, I'm going to rewrite that. Okay, um, meaning, provable false content, such as phony COVID-19. Okay, so I'm going to rewrite, <laughs> re- reword this. The study team scrutinized their subjects' appetite for sharing information, meaning, provably false content, such as phony COVID-19 cures or QAnon conspiracy theories. The researchers found that Republican Twitter users shared sustainably more news from misinformation sites. Okay, that's just subjective because we know for a fact a lot of the information that was shared by Republicans are actually true right now. I mean, the New York Post was considered misinformation. Hunter Biden's laptop was considered misinformation, right? You know, know, the, the, the whole Ukrainian narrative was considered misinformation. I mean, hydroxychloroquine was considered misinformation, and that's true. And also UFOs were considered misinformation. misinformation. So these misinformation sites aren't really trustworthy at all. all So the researchers said, critically, we found that users' misinformation sharing was as predictive as suspension as their political orientation. Thus, the observation that Republicans were more likely to be suspended than Democrats provides no support for the claim that Twitter showed political bias in its suspension practices. Do you get what they're saying here? They're spinning it. They're spinning their own study. Their study, let me try to repeat this. Where's that page here? The study, the study said that 7.7% of Democrats were suspended versus 35.6%. The study should be concluded right there, but here they, here they go spinning the reasons why. And this is why we can't trust scientists sometimes because they can't take things for what their research concludes. <laughs> oh my God. And, and we're supposed to believe that, you know, in global warming when they can't even, you know, interpret their own study correctly. All right. So the truth is right here is that Democrats cannot accept the results from their own study. And the Hill spins it, the Hill, the, the Hill, not the, the D.C. Hill, but the Hill, the, um, the, the, the publication called the Hill, they spin it as well. So we can't even trust them. How do you like that? We do know that Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they're all heavily biased. And if you're conservative, you know it. You know, I got my account suspended one time for asking a person who did identify as, um, what did he identify? I think he was questioning his own gender, but he identified himself as an attack helicopter. And I, I basically asked him, 
So what type of attack helicopter you are you? You know, because there's a lot of attack helicopters out there. You know, I'm a military buff. I know there's Apache, the Black Hawk, you know, the Cobra. I asked him which ones. And, you know, do you know your your actually your altitude height limit? You know, your altitude limit? Um, do you know whether or not you have, like, are you stealth to the radar? Um, do you know all of these types of things? And, um, you know, he reported me and said that's hate speech. And I got suspended for a week from Facebook for asking him such a horrible question. Like, I guess I was cyberbullying him. I was just quite, I was just very question. I, I, I was just very much filled with questions, right? So whatever, whatever, whatever. So apparently, because Elon Musk, you know, doesn't want to fall into all these different narratives into the woke left, he has now have become, he has now become the enemy of the left. And they're calling him, I'm going to quote him, I'm going to quote here, a pothead troll. Um, he's also considered a racist. Um, Nicholas Cage, he jumped on the bandwagon uh, just just yesterday. He blamed Elon Musk for getting in the way of of him wanting to build a movie studio in Las Vegas. This is the washed up actor who blew 150 million dollars on really weird things. So, uh, who is Elon Musk? Well, this is going to piss off a lot of liberals here, but you know, in my in my opinion, he's truly a real African American. He is a guy, um, he was born in South Africa, and he lived in South Africa, and then he moved to Canada, Canada, and then finally moved uh, to America. So he was born in Africa, now he's an American, doesn't that make him African-American, right? You don't have to be black to be from Africa. You know, Africa's a big continent, there's a lot of Arabs living in Africa, there's a lot of white people living in Africa. People don't understand that, right? Apparently, if you're African-American, that means you're black. <laughs> Do you know? I'm going to go off on a little tangent here. Do you know that Obama, he claims that his ancestors came to America through a slave ship. He was out there. Uh, you know, he has, he has Joe Biden's problems of lying. Um, Obama's mother was from Kansas and his father was from Kenya. And uh, his father flew to Hawaii via airplane to attend the University of Hawaii. And that's where he met his, met his mother. So... Obama's father came to America through an airplane, not through a slave ship. And he came here through Kenya. <laughs> He's such a liar. And Kamala Harris also claims that her ancestors, you know, were, came here through slave ship to America. No, Kamala's parents are Jamaica. They came here to America through plane. All right, she is Jamaican American, but she likes to call herself Asian American too. She's like, she wants to check every single box out there when when it comes to victimhood. Neither of their parents were slaves, just to let you know. They keep claiming that. All right, back to Elon Musk. So Elon Musk, he's not a he's not a um, a college dropout like I am. Uh, he graduated from the University of Pennsylvania uh, with a bachelor in economics and physics. And he did attend Stanford in 1995. That's when I graduated high school. And then he dropped out to become an entrepreneur. Now, I consider Elon Musk a true entrepreneur. You know, in this day and age, you know, a lot of people, they're not true entrepreneurs. They, you know, they don't take an idea from the kitchen table and then, you know, deliver it to the public. And, and after delivering it to the public, you know, attending to your customers and delivering a product and, and uh, tending to the customer, making sure they're happy. That's a true entrepreneur to me. You know, these days, you know, a lot of kids, you know, they, they come out of um, college and what do they want to do? They want to create like, you know, the best app, become this multimillionaire. And a lot of them do. 
But what do they do? They don't tend to the customer. You know, you ever had a problem with Facebook or your Google Mail account or anything like that? And what do you have to do? You have to submit a support ticket online and you have to pray that they actually answer it. You know, I haven't had any of my support tickets answered from Facebook, by the way, when I got my, like, you know, when I got my post taken down. Oh, by the way, I just got a post taken down from Facebook um, that featured an electric bus on fire. I mean, this thing was like billowing flames left and right. And I wrote on there that, wow, this electric bus is really helping climate change because it was on fire. There was black smoke getting put out there. I mean, this thing was on fire. I mean, it's a lithium ion battery. And <laughs> when, when these things catch fire, you cannot put them out with water. Okay. Water just makes the whole situation worse. So this bus is just billowing fire. Like I've never seen before. It's like a huge flamethrower and black smoke is going out everywhere. And I, I made the comment, oh, I wonder what this, I wonder what his carbon footprint is, right? And what happens? Facebook takes down that post. No warning too. They just deleted the whole content. How do you like that? Go to Facebook. We're not censoring anything. No, not at all. So right after he um, dropped out of Stanford, he started a company called Zip2, and then he sold it to Compaq for $307 million. How's that? This guy, this guy was like, this guy was an A plus winner on day one. All right. And then he started a company called X.com. And um, he merged that with a company called Confinity in 2000. And guess what that became? That became PayPal. Well, <laughs> oh, God, this guy, <laughs> he's too smart. Jeez, I'm getting really jealous there. And um, then eBay bought that for $1.5 billion. So I use PayPal for all of my payments, um, payment processing when it comes to credit cards uh, for all of my couples because I deal with a lot of international couples and it's just a lot easier for me to do PayPal because everybody knows what PayPal is. It makes it very simple. Um, they don't. They take a pretty big portion of my, uh, I guess my, um, my money though. They're they're not a cheap credit card processing company, if you must know. All right. Now, Elon Musk, by the way, he did not create Tesla. Um, Tesla was created by two other guys, um, Martin Eberhard and Mark Tarpenening. I think I, I probably murdered their name. And uh, Martin and Mark, Martin and Mark, they created Tesla in 2003. And in 2004, Musk joined the team and he became a major shareholder, an active partner. And then in 2008, he became the CEO and the product architect. Now, you know, Elon Musk came, you know, when, when he joined that team, they didn't have the, the Roadster. Um, he was the one who helped bring the Roadster to fruition. And those two guys, um, the original owners, Martin and Mark, nothing ever came of them. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So other than Tesla, uh, what else is uh, Elon Musk known for? He's known for SpaceX. Um, he's also known for Solar City and Tesla Energy. Uh, those are... Those are um, so, solar-powered systems in the U.S. You know, they put solar panels on top of your, your roof. That's Solar City And Tesla Energy, they sell those huge lithium-ion batteries which attach to your, your house, which I don't really believe in, um, not at all. Um, I know some of my friends have those Tesla batteries on the side of their house. And, you know, I just don't feel safe attaching a Tesla battery or lithium-ion battery of that size to the side of my house. I mean... You know, when you see that lithium-ion battery exploding, I guess, in that bus, you'll never want that on the side of your house because if it does, your entire house is just gone, all right? And there's a lot. Just just Google um, 
lithium ion battery exploding or EV car exploding on, on YouTube. And you'll see like tons and tons of like, you know, just lithium ion batteries just exploding. And you'll, that will tell you right away, you never want one attached to your house. All right. Okay. You know, Elon Musk, he's a genius, but you don't have to agree with him hundred percent. Uh, he also, um, he also created a company called Neuralink, Neuralink, N-E-U-R-A-L-I-N-K. And that's pretty scary stuff because he's integrating the human brain with artificial intelligence. Um, you know, you know, Elon Musk, uh, he kind of made a joke about watching Terminator 2 and you know, Terminator and that being a bad idea. And here he is creating Neuralink. <laughs> Not a good idea. Not a good idea. You know, if he was here, I would ask him more about that. I would ask him, you know, you're you're creating a robot that may bring upon the end of the world. I mean, God forbid, you know, one of your 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 Tesla cars gets a brain of its own. And there's another company he created called, which is called <laughs> the Boring Company, um, whose main purpose is to construct um, tunnels, uh, underground tunnels. So um, that I think actually flopped, but um, you know. It is what it is, right? Now, during COVID-19, he was criticized for spreading fake news. Uh, one of the major things that he was um, criticized for was uh, claiming that hydroxychloroquine actually worked as a treatment for COVID. Well, what do you know? It actually does. Um, you know, by the way, I took this information from, from Wikipedia. And on that Wikipedia site, it still says that hydroxychloroquine does not work as a viable treatment for COVID. The truth is it actually does. I have friends who took hydroxychloroquine. Um, they were sick. Once they took it, they got a lot better. Uh, you, do, you do have to take it with zinc, and it helps if you take it with azithromycin. You have to take it, you know, hydroxychloroquine is the gun. Zinc is the bullet. You need one. You can't use one or the other. You have to use both together, all right? Now, I use quercetin and zinc, which is a weaker ionophore. Hydroxychloroquine is a stronger ionophore, but you need to take it with zinc if you want it to work, all right? Okay. Um, he also called uh, the COVID virus dumb. <laughs> a lot of people didn't like that. A lot of, And then he criticized all of the lockdowns, and he also criticized the use of masks. So he's on, you know, he is on the same wavelength with me when it comes to COVID-19. Um, and if you're a conservative, I think you're on the same wavelength as Elon Musk. So let's go to his um, personal life. Uh, Elon Musk, he doesn't own a house. <laughs> this guy's the richest guy in the world, and he doesn't own a house. Um, he crashes on a couch when he goes to San Francisco or, or anywhere else. He calls up all of his rich friends and he says, hey, you know, I like to use your spare room. And they just give it to him. Um, by the way, though, he does have a tiny home that he bought for 40 grand and that's on SpaceX. Uh, you know, it's, it's a little funny thing here that his wife, uh, well, not really wife, his current girlfriend, I'm sorry. He's not married. His current girlfriend had criticized Elon Musk um, because she said that Elon Musk at times lives actually below the poverty line. And, um, and she, she asked him, you know, can we stop eating peanut butter every single day? Because, you know, we're actually kind of rich. <laughs> oh, boy. That's, you know, I know a rich guy who lives like that. I, I'm not going to get in on that. <laughs> so, all right. Okay. So Musk, he met his first wife, a Canadian author. Her name was Justine Wilson. I'm just reading this, by the way, um, while attending Queen's University. And um, they married in 2000. Uh, he contracted malaria in 2000 while on, while on vacation in South Africa. And guess what? He nearly died. 
Wow, this world was almost without Elon Musk. Um, in 2002, their first child, um, he died of a sudden infant death syndrome. That is sad, at the age of 10 weeks. Um, after his death, the couple decided to use IVF to continue their family, and they got twins, and they were born in 2004, and then they got triplets in 2006. In 2008, the couple divorced, and they share custody of all of their five sons. So Elon Musk, he has smart kids. He got some smart kids. In 2008, Elon Musk began dating um, the English actress uh, Tallulah Riley. I have no idea who she is. And uh, in September 10th, they married. No, so hold on. September 2010, they married, okay, in Scotland. Um, in 2012, I guess it lasted two years, he announced a divorce from Riley. And in 2013, <laughs> he remarried Riley. And then in 2014, he filed for a second divorce from Riley. Um, however, the action was withdrawn. And then he filed for a second divorce, which was finally finalized in 2016. So uh, I guess marriage has not been his thing, right? Uh, Musk then dated Amber Heard for several months in 2017. Amber Heard, if her name sounds familiar, she's in court right now with um, Johnny Depp. And um, that's kind of interesting. I would like to know how her relationship with um, Elon Musk went. Uh, I guess, you know, Amber Heard's very, very pretty. Um, I guess she's like a, a lot of guys like her, a lot of rich guys like her. And um, he, reported, he reportedly had been pursuing her since 2012. So Johnny Depp um, accused Elon Musk for having an, an affair with Heard which Elon Musk actually um, dismisses. Uh, they both deny having an affair. We don't know what the truth is there. But right now, I tell you what, you know that Johnny Depp Amber Heard court, ca uh, court case going on right now? I am on Johnny Depp's side. It looks as though Amber Heard has some problems. I mean, she looks really, really abusive. But I still want to hear what Amber Heard has to say. That's a $50 million defamation suit, by the way. Johnny Depp is suing Amber Heard for $50 million, and rightfully so, because it looks as though she put, she pulled a Justice Smollett, because it looks as though, you know, she drug, dragged um, his name through the mud, and, he, and she did so just so that he, um, he would lose a lot of work. And um, she, she dragged his name through the mud at the same time the whole hashtag MeToo movement was going on. And consequently, Johnny Depp lost a lot of work. And he got blackballed in Hollywood. He really did. All right. So um, in, uh, in May 2018, uh, Musk and Canadian music musician Grimes revealed that they were dating. Grimes gave birth to their son in May 2020. Wow, Elon Musk, he gets around. Um, according to Musk and Grimes, his name was... XAEA-12. Okay, this is getting kind of crazy here. Um, but the name violated California's regulation as it contained characters that are not in the modern English alphabet. So then it was changed to um, XAEA-XII. Okay, Elon, I know you're a genius. But this, is, this is getting out of hand. All right. The child was eventually named XAEAXII. Musk with an Musk said um, X was his first name, and AE, A-XII, as a middle name, and Musk was their last name. Okay. <laughs> I know Elon Musk is a genius, and he's really intelligent, but come on. 
come on, you know, you're, you're, you're setting that up kid for failure. You're setting that kid up to get bullied in school. <laughs> I mean, I know you can name your kid anything, but just, just go, just go to the baby name, uh, what do you call it, dictionary? All right. So, uh, let's see. In March 2022, Grimes said of her relationship with Musk, I would probably refer to him as my boyfriend, but we're very fluid. Oh, God. There's that fluid, you know, there's that fluid thing going on. I hope they're not gender fluid. Uh, she further revealed that her first daughter, XR Dark Sidereal Musk, nicknamed Y, was born in 2021 via surrogate. Later that month, Grimes tweeted that she and Musk had broken up again. But he, but she said that Elon Musk is my best friend and the love of my life. Um, Musk right now says that he is single, and uh, that's that. Oh, during his um, 2021, I guess Saturday Night Live, um, uh, I guess uh, Shindig there, Musk stated that he was he has Asperger's syndrome. I remember that. Okay. Elon Musk, if you must know, okay, so so myself, what I'm going to do right now is I'm going to um, analyze who Elon Musk is um, through the Enneagram. Uh, I really took a look at all the different personality types on the Enneagram. If you don't know what the Enneagram is, it's um, it's basically a way to like, you know, uh, kind of stereotype people when it comes to personalities into nine different categories. You have your reformer, your helper, your achiever, your individualist, your intellect, your loyalist, your um, enthusiast. And your um, your challenger, and then your peacemaker. Okay, and um, I use the Enneagram primarily to write scripts, and also for personal health, it works really, really well. It's not one of the very popular ones out there, though. But um, if you want to Google it, I don't want to talk about the Enneagram or get more into it right now. But it's so accurate that when I write characters using it, it helps me, uh, I guess, really create characters that people who are watching a TV show or or watching a movie or something like that. It helps them actually associate with that character a lot easier. Um, but anyway, I believe that Elon Musk is your typical healthy, well, when he's healthy, typical um, to what they call type five intellect. And intellects, you know, um, intellects are just what they are. They're very, very intelligent. Um, they they are the geniuses of the of all personality types. You know, the... The Einsteins, you know, and they're incredibly intelligent. They're, they are, again, like I said, they're geniuses. But the problem, what they have, is that they're not very charismatic. They're not very good, you know, communicators. And uh, many of them, when they start getting unhealthy, um, they do tend to have Asperger's syndrome. You know, there's a lot of people, there's a lot of people who have Asperger's who are just complete geniuses. You know, a person who can't, they can't talk to you, you know, like, like a normal person. Um, but they can play the piano like like just incredibly like like a and they've never even learned you know a single note but yet they can play the piano like a like a classical pianist. I mean these are th- it's so incredible how the brain works. But that's what your typical Asperger's person has. They have in that narrow lane they are a genius. And there have been so many movies created. Um, I guess characterizing. Uh, I guess, or just um, not characterizing, but portraying geniuses in that, in their natural form. A Beautiful Mind is a really, really great movie that characterizes uh, or that even displays a really good um, type five intellect out there. Uh, most of the time when you write an intellect into a movie, though, you write him as a type seven enthusiast. Um, someone who's just really fun, like, you know, Doc Brown in, um, Doc Brown in, uh, in Back to the Future. He was not written as a type five, he was written as a type seven because 
type fives are not very fun characters. So um, when they do get when they when they're not at their best, like you know, um, intellects, they get lost in their mind. Um, they get lost in their uh, they get lost in reality, and they believe that it's very easy for them to believe their own fiction. So they can create fiction. They can make it very believable. They can plug all the plot holes because they're very, very intelligent. And when you when they make the argument in their little bubble, you can easily, easily, e- easily, easily uh, believe them because they can argue this fiction so great. And so those guys, for example, those um, those guys who are, who are, uh, who put out that study about Twitter not being biased toward Republicans, even in their own study, right? These geniuses, even in their own study, they explain to you that, well, you know. Even though we concluded that, yeah, there are more Republicans getting, you know, banned, uh, it's actually the opposite. And they try to argue that way because, they're, again, they're lost in their mind. It's kind of like those, uh, those uh, I guess, those professors who are economic professors who are arguing that, well, inflation has only gone up 8.5% if you use this really, really long algorithm. And the truth is out there that prices have gone up close to 100 or 200%, right? You know, for brisket, you know, it's gone up like over 110% in, in some areas. So that's what happens with Elon Musk. Like, look how he, look how he names his kid. His kid is after AEA-X11. That is nuts. Who names their kid that, right? All right. So anyway, um, by the way, uh, if you ever listen to George Norrie, uh, he's on late at night and he has a radio talk show, but he has... All of these intellects who appear on his show, they call up his show, and they talk about getting abducted and all these things with UFOs or ghosts and everything. But they're all geniuses, and man, you know, you listen to one of their, um, you listen to one of their talk shows out there, and you're just gripped because you think what they're saying is real, and they think what they're saying is real. But who knows? Because they're so smart that they can plug all these plot holes on the fly. Really, really scary stuff. All right. So anyway. So there's many subjects that I agree and disagree with Elon Musk on, but that's really normal. You're never really going to agree with anyone 100% on anything unless you live like liberals who force their hashtag policies on everyone, right? Do you mask up? You know, <laughs> are you wearing your Ukraine colors today? You know, are you ready to be defined by your pronouns? That's how liberals live, right? So, you know, Elon Musk doesn't want any of that BS. So... It's really unfortunate right now that liberals, you know, they want us to live like China. And that's really the reason why they don't want Elon Musk to take over. They want to control the narrative. They want to be like China. That's their form of democracy. And the reason why they're going after Elon Musk is that they're taking away their control of the narrative. Elon Musk, to me, is a great person. Um, What I describe to you right now. Elon Musk, in, um, it's not him in full. We don't really know him in full. But I can't pin him as an antagonist in our storyline that we live, our lifeline right now, right? The way we live in America. He's not the antagonist. He's not destroying America right now. If you look what's destroying America, it's democratic policies. It's the media who controls the narrative, who controls what we see, who controls what we read. You know, they controlled how we saw the 2020 election. They controlled the narrative on the Hunter Biden laptop, right? You want to talk about rigging an election? They controlled the narrative that Hunter Biden 
worked with his father to get money from Ukraine uh, so to enrich themselves. And, and that Donald Trump, what he was pushing, they said that it was Russian propaganda when it wasn't. If a lot of people found that truth, if a lot of people found out about that truth, the media knew that they would probably vote for Donald Trump. And they rigged the election doing that. That was one of the ways they rigged the election. All right? So don't believe that when the media says there's no proof of any type of election rigging. That's one of the ways they rigged it. Just one of the ways. There's, there's some other stopgaps they used, right? We'll talk about that in another podcast. But that, that was just another one of the ways. And Elon Musk wants to take away that power that the media has. That power. The election was... It was kind of it was kind of under a, of a heavy persuasion, right? It was rigged via Twitter. If you really think about it, right? Twitter persuaded voters not to vote for Trump because they they made Trump look like an evil person when he actually wasn't. All right, people, that's my podcast for today. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you still subscribe. I'm not a bad guy. I'm pretty entertaining, right? And it's getting a little late here, so I better go to bed. I'll talk to you all later. Bye. All right, everyone, that's it for today. I had fun podcasting. If you like what you hear, please share my podcast. If you can't find me, look on your favorite podcast platform and look for BBQ2 Movies. That's BBQ T.O. Movies. Yeah, the T.O. is not the number two, by the way. It is T.O., like Terrell Owens. So that's BBQ2 Movies. Catch you around.